to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com. Episode 270, Planet of the Daleks. My name is John, and joining me today is a man who asked me if we could get Grimace costumes, and I told him we have Grimace costumes at home already. My good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. <laughs> wow. That uh, that mixed me up like a McFlurry. Mm, yes. How are you, sir? I I am better than the Grimace costumes at home. Oh, my goodness. But we already, yeah, so we're not going to get new ones. We already have them. Uh, as we is you know they appeared in this episode in these episodes yes <laughs> yes it's like muppets gone bad but we will get to that extremely bad yes but we will yes. indeed get to that how are you doing i'm doing all right um we are finally i think getting to the end of the wet weather and um i'm actually very happy for that a little bummed three weeks straight of storms oh well we didn't get that many storms but a little bummed down yeah. here yeah, bit. didn't get quite as much rain. No, no, we didn't. I, was... I I literally on the way to work today was you know driving through water flowing across the highway. So oh boy, only an inch or two deep, not like feet deep. I wouldn't cross that; that'd be crazy. Oh yeah, but yeah, we're we're at least finally at the tail end of it, and just in time for my annual like bout of allergies to flare up. <laughs> so if I sound stuffy tonight. Yeah, uh, I apologize, and I will try to mute myself if a cough or sneeze comes my way. How are you, John? Uh, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Um, it has been kind of stormy down here. We we had. I don't know if we had three weeks, uh, but it was here and there. We uh, we took the dogs out one night, and it was just like it was so bad. I felt so <laughs> felt so bad for them because we didn't have. Yeah little raincoats for them now we do but you know it looks like the rain's gone but it i wore my uh i wore i wore my running shoes out that night and i it was not good because i don't have like i don't have shoes that can work in that kind of weather and it was i was very sick i I literally did not own a waterproof jacket until about a week and a half ago (laughs) yeah it was uh it was rough but um you know we got through it um I think that's I think that's it. I don't know. I don't really have anything else of note. No. Preparing for galley, I guess. Yes. By not doing definitely. anything to prepare for it. <laughs> so you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's that's really all I got right now. Well, that's the end of the nothing episode, folks. That. We're not talking there about. You go. Thanks for joining us, and uh, next time. <laughs> um, <laughs> goodness. Well, um, let's talk before we get into these this who news because we actually for for once had some some news that broke that we can now talk about at length instead yes. of recording and then major news breaks the day after <laughs> uh you know it's a rarity but finally uh we're going to talk about what is making us happy this fortnight taylor what do you got well i for one as much as i do love the rain um i don't love three weeks of it um we're all very rain fatigued so the fact that this storm and these storms i should say this wasn't one long long storm Mm. uh is finally ending and we're finally getting back to some dry weather and we're finally getting back to some sunshine um i'm very very ready for that lexington reservoir right you know up uh highway 17 Mm -hmm. outside of los gatos is um in 
the past three weeks has gone from, I think, like 33% full to 100% full and water is going over the spillway. Oh, wow. Yeah. That a number of cities up here in the Bay Area have gotten their entire year's average of rain this month. That is insane. That is crazy. Yes, it absolutely is. Oh, my goodness. It absolutely is. So um, that's been all well and good. That's been fun. Thanks. Yay. I am ready for some dry weather now. Oh, absolutely. Oh, man. Um, but uh, the other thing making me happy, I have to admit, I know this was uh, something that was popular just as the pandemic was starting, but um, my son has finally got me playing Animal Crossing. Oh, well, uh, that's very interesting because my niece is becoming obsessed with Animal Crossing. And when we have yeah. our game game nights on on Saturday evenings, uh, she requests that we run around uh, my island on nice on Animal Crossing. So I'm uh, I actually I'm going to do a little bit of remodeling. I for some reason. I don't know how, but I put all like, you know, I barely play it anymore, but yeah. I put all of my money in the bank that's in the, really? I don't know how deep you are into this game, but I put all um, the money in the bank and I went to go check yesterday or on Saturday. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, hum, let's see how much I have in there. I have six million bells. What? Which I was like, oh, that's a lot of bells. So I'm going to start a... Uh, damn son yeah i'm gonna start i adding some additions maybe seeing yeah. what else i can do but yeah yeah i'm like i think i'm a little more than halfway through paying off my second loan oh boy yeah i went to my house you know i'm way way earlier <laughs> yeah you know but i'm doing stuff and you know amber plays the kids play so i'm picking up all their tips of like here's how to make you know cash quick yes that kind of stuff yeah, you got to find that island with the spiders. Have you found that island with the spiders yet? Uh, no, no, but we haven't watched that episode. That's John Pertwee's last episode. Ah, uh, yes. Spiders, right? Yes, exactly. But <laughs> also, you need to find that island with the spiders. It's ridiculous, and if you capture an entire bag full, it's worth a decent amount of money when you sell it. Oh, fair. Okay. Duly noted. And then, oh, and then the the uh, the other thing I remember is what? Buying the turnips? Yes. Yeah, getting them at a cheap yep. price, and then you sell them in the store. Yep. On Sundays, right? right? Uh, buy them on Sundays. Yep. Yeah. Yep, and then sell them on Tuesday or something, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, welcome to Nookcast. Well, there was uh, there was a point when I I was like obs you know during the pandemic. Yes, everyone was obsessed yeah. with that game. There was like a website totally. where you could put your name on a waiting list, um, and then you would be let in to. Um, people's islands they would just keep their island open they'd be like bell or mm -hmm. turnips are selling at this price all you have to do is uh i think they were like just drop a gift and then you can sell all your stuff and then leave it was like ridiculous <laughs> and i'm sure they're still doing stuff like that but yeah um oh boy animal crossing yeah i know it's and i will admit after after a long day and you know the kids go to bed and stuff it's kind of nice to just kind of chill out like, I don't even care that it's technically chores and capitalism in the game. <laughs> it is, really. Um, it is just kind of chill, and I can dig it. Yeah, I remember, because I was unemployed when that game came out and when the pandemic, you know, started. So I would yeah. just wake up, make coffee, and then I would just, like, do my daily chores on the game and then not do <laughs> anything in real life. Um, 
you know. Anyway, well, that's making me happy that you're you're getting into that. Well, good. What else is making you happy? Oh my goodness, um, man, I plum forgot. Honestly, like it, <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, I was I was very excited about that. Uh, what what else? Clearly, is... you've yeah. been watching some some wrestles lately, haven't you? Oh my, God. yes. I'm trying to trying to. Uh, manage my time so i am watching more of the wrestles um so far so good but i do have some stuff i want to go back and and watch another thing that is making me happy is i've been playing the last of us uh my first time first time playing that it is fantastic and the show just came out uh last night yes seen a lot of reactions to that i have not played the game at all oh it's not beautiful really familiar um but i i understand it's kind of a zombie-esque oh boy don't call them zombies i made that I, mistake sorry. and everyone was like whoa I, and i was like what they are no they're not zombie-esque. and i'm like uh okay not zombies <laughs> yeah people were very upset about that but i'm like look at them they are <laughs> um but yeah love that game having a really good time i've been streaming it um a lot of people have been popping in and talking uh but yeah i'm i think i'm one five-ish our stream away from finishing the game and then i can start wow. start the show even though like wow. i'm already deep into it so i don't really need to finish it before i but you know might as well yeah um what else is making me happy oh, man i really cannot think of anything else at this moment so i think that's it i think that's all for me that sounds good yep that works <laughs> all right um I'm just looking around the room. I'm like, is there anything else that I forgot? It's making me happy. And no, I can't think of anything. So let's uh, <laughs> let's move on to some some who news. Some who news. And there is yeah. uh, some some good stuff in here. There is definitely. Um, I, I I mean, I suppose tech. I don't know that I'd call this spoilers, but if you really, really, really just don't want to know anything about season 14 don't listen to the next two news stories ah yes um because there's been filming yes uh in wales uh in cardiff and swansea um and there's a lot of people getting pictures of stuff you know you kind of can't uh escape it yeah these days because this is no longer the chibnall era um um but they have been filming for a couple of stories. Um, it looks like it takes place a little bit into the future. Okay. Um, from what I've read, uh, there's um, uh, like a campaign office for uh, a, a character, a candidate named Roger F. Willem. Okay. Um, and um, it's the, the, the Albion, I think the, the Albion party um and i thought i remember reading something somewhere that this was supposed to be like 2026 Mm. or 2028 something like that so it's like near future okay um which you always feel like you don't get a whole lot of that um in doctor who right um but the link in the show notes takes you the article they have lots of embedded tweets um both photos and videos if you want to see them and um um unit has also been spotted uh so you may have seen like the official doctor who uh social media put out the fact that uh uh, kate stewart yes uh, is back and i'm oh gosh i am completely blanking on the name of the gent who plays roger um here it is uh anurin barnard barnard uh, which 
Yes, as a last name. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, being Welsh, I may have completely butchered the pronunciation mm-hmm. of that because they love their extra letters. Um, and we love Wales because they're home to Doctor Who right now. Yes. Um, I know that um, Millie Gibson's been spotted. Yeah. And um, actually not really any spottings of Shooty. Um, yeah. So uh, people are going, well, maybe maybe they're shooting what they can because I believe, uh, I think it's season four, Sex Education is also filming. Oh, really? She's in that. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure, um, you know, how they're swinging that or the logistics of it. Oh, 2024 general election from the, the, the filmage mm, uh, okay. and, the, and the signs and stuff. Yeah, sorry. This close. Oh, that's fine. Very near future. <laughs> well, actually, by the time it airs, it would be current. Anyway. Yes, it would. Anyway, overthinking that stuff. Anywho. Um, but yes, they've also been filming in Swansea, and there is a new monster. <laughs> yes. That has been spotted, which some people think maybe is an update on an old monster. Oh yes, I did see I did see that. Yep. They're thinking Which it's I... also from uh from the uh the comics, correct? Possibly. Yeah. It's basically a giant slug. Uh yes. It's um that appears like it looks like it enjoys hugging people. <laughs> yes. Those those pictures you know, that day were utterly hilarious. Oh yes, because they're they're just stills. Yeah. So, you know, here's this person just sitting or standing, I mean, you know, with this slug kind of hugging them. Yeah. Um, but yes, and I'm, I'm, oh my God, I'm blanking on which classic who monster some people speculated it oh, might that... be, but it, it was one that we watched not too long ago. Oh. If I recollect correctly, and they, they don't mention it in this article. And of course, it's not a tweet I've bookmarked or anything. Right. Hmm. Um, but anyway, if you want to, um, if you want to steer clear of those articles, don't look at the show notes for those two articles, but look at them for the next two. Yes, absolutely. Because um, uh, one of the things, you know, we talked about earlier is that um, um, Doctor Who going forward is going to be distributed uh, outside of the UK and Ireland by Disney Plus, which I still think is a great idea. Yes. Um, I'm very excited for. My kids seem excited for. Um, and part of like what, kind of came about from that it's like well disney's also going to have a little bit of input and they're going to have a little bit of money yes um and so there's been some wild speculation about what that means and um uh russell t davies you know uh took some time to clarify what exactly it means and and sadly it does not mean that they've got a 10 million pound budget um, <laughs> yes yeah uh because I, th- I think you said no if if that was the case i'd be talking to you from my base on the moon <laughs> <laughs> yes and i would completely trust russell to to actually make that happen um so it actually the whole disney thing was something that was uh uh like the entire impetus he says for that was from the BBC. It was their next future for Doctor Who. That was decided before anyone else came on board. Oh, okay. Because um, they they were like, how do you make a show like this in 2022 without 
a co-producing partner. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, you look at the market and, and of course, you know, you look at like the various star Wars shows, the various Marvel shows. Um, I would say a lot of what Netflix is doing, but a lot of what Netflix is doing right now is, you know, finding these really great shows and then canceling them early. Yes. Um, so screw you Netflix. <laughs> um, and so, you know, they really wanted to find a production partner who understood the peculiarity of Doctor Who, um, but also how that peculiarity could resonate across the world and how to do it without ruining it. Yeah. You know, without ruining its its Britishness. And and they, you know, um, they ultimately found that uh, in Disney Plus. Um, and so one of the things that uh julie gardner says is that disney's marvelous they care about the show they love russell's vision um it's a proper working relationship so they 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 have you know they've they've seen cuts of what's been filmed they they're giving feedback notes um and um oh yeah here's here's the example he's, he's like they sent us a note on episode one of shooty got was first series that said the opening isn't as much fun as the other episodes he's like it was a great note so i rewrote a new opening, huh. you know? Uh, and so, okay, great. You know, so they're, they're appreciating Disney's going, Hey, you know, uh, you know, we, we, we think you missed something here, like um, either a type of shot or like, Oh, we don't ever see what happened to this other bad guy. Yeah. Like, you know, do they get their comeuppance too, or do they get away? And it's like, Oh, Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so so there's a lot of that and if that ultimately makes you know for a better show like how many times have we watched you know a uh as a doctor who story um where we go okay did that person just disappear off screen like yeah. like whatever you know yeah we, we we catch these things you know we we were we do a show where we watch something with a critical eye yes um so if they've already got them as a producing partner kind of looking at it with that critical eye going like hey you know if you do this we think it might be better you know and yeah. i don't think they're saying you know do this do it our way you know or don't do it at all right so uh, again i'll be very curious to see all this when it when it airs yeah um because i'm very I'm excited for it. I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, Disney, how could you, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, part of the evil triumvirate with, you know, whatever it is, windows and Starbucks or whatever. Yeah. You know, Walmart and Starbucks or something. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, Disney has done a lot of great shows that I've really enjoyed. Yeah. They just like, put out a trailer for the uh, Mandalorian. I season watched three. it. Yes, I watched it just before we started recording. I'm so excited. Yeah, I am so excited. I'm, um, yeah, so, I'm not yeah, worried. I'm, I'm no, I'm not either. I'm not either. Um, and something else I'm not worried about is how much fun we're going to have a Gallifrey one. Yeah, it's going to be a great because time. I think, and I and I think we didn't even have a chance last episode i think we mentioned you know like katie manning is going to be there mm -hmm. shout outs to her by the way because yeah. she completely replied to one of our tweets yeah um about how awesome she was in uh frontier in space yes um bless her and i was like 
thank you so much. Can't wait to see you at Gallifrey One. And she's excited. She's like, absolutely see you there. And so that was excellent. Um, but I was excited to see that that uh, we're getting Bonnie Langford this year. Yes. Um, but moreover, I was over at Walgreens today getting that Sudafed that I now have in me. When you tweet me all in caps, Chibs will be at Galley. <laughs> and I went, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah. And then sat there in the car until I found it. Yeah, I was so confused because like our our group chat didn't blow up and it had been announced no. for at least like 40 minutes and nobody said anything. I was very confused because uh, you know, regardless of what anyone thinks, this is a, this is a huge get. This is a show I, yeah, run, yeah, a showrunner coming think... off of his run and it's his first yes. North American convention yeah i don't know that they've ever had a showrunner this quickly after their tenure ends um moffat i oh i'd have to look at the dates i'd have to look at when moffat's run ended and then when he was there yeah uh but i i feel like this is very soon yes it is very 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 soon um and and shout outs to our friend dan who was like oh yeah i'm glad they're you know like screening audience questions oh yeah i did i did see that i think that's a great idea um yeah i think that's smart literally i would only ask one question um yeah and it would be like i want you to tell me what your five original five-year plan was that you pitched to bbc Mm -hmm. that's all i want to know i just want to know i want to know what he pitched them that's a fair question because you know barring you know a worldwide pandemic we probably would have gotten it yeah i would think so um so i want to know what it is that's that's it it's the only thing i want to know and everything else is fine and i'm pretty sure you can at least still submit questions yeah i mean i would hope so they just announced it this morning yeah so fire off that email oh oh speaking of emails oh yeah we got an email speaking of emails we should we should we should mention this um, exclusive. Uh, don't know what day or what time it's happening. Yes, but there will be another podcasters meetup hosted by your friends here at Podcastica. Yeah, at Gallifrey One this year. Yeah, I'm hoping. Uh, you know, last year was you know um, there were people there. It wasn't as yeah. big as the 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 year before COVID, but uh, we yeah. hope to see we hope to see you all there. Yeah. And it does, you don't have to be a podcaster. You no, can be, just come on by. You can enjoy them. You know, you could be interested in starting one. Yeah. Um, you know, come over, network, say hi, put faces to voices. Yeah. Um, hang out, trade ribbons. I don't know. Yeah, use it as an excuse to trade ribbons because that's, that's uh, we all need that, more that, ribbons. Well, yeah, and I actually, I think that's what was in that room before we came. Oh, yes, it was. That was great. I hope they do it, that again. It was kind of, it was kind of like, oh, you guys are all here for this, and they're like, oh, uh, no. <laughs> Give me those ribbons. Exactly. Yeah, it was great, 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 great. All right. Well, yeah. So Chibnall's going to be there. Very excited. I'm very excited. Yeah. I uh, yeah, that'd be very cool. I mean, like, also, like, man, I just wonder. I just wonder how it's just so crazy that he's going to be there. He's also doing autographs. He's doing a product. Ooh, including a featured interview on Friday and a production roundtable on Saturday. All right. We need to do everything in our power to get Lauren into that. Yes. 
I didn't see that. All right. I'll agree with that. We got to figure it out. We got to figure it out. All right. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> we got through the Who News, but now it's time to talk about, um, I guess, part two of a original 10-parter. 12-parter. A 12-parter. That's right. Oh, my goodness. That's right. Yeah. A 12-parter. Yeah. And I guess I could see why that was a thing. But anyway, this week, we watched Planet of the Daleks. Starring John Pertwee as the Doctor, Katie Manny as Joe freaking Grant. Uh, that's I'm putting that in there because my goodness, we'll talk at length. Uh, we will. Roy, Roy Skelton is Wester. Um, yes. God. Uh, and uh, Bernard Horsfall as uh, Terran. Yeah. It was written by Terry Nation and directed by David Maloney. It first aired April seventh through May twelfth, nineteen seventy three. And it is the fourth story of season 10. And we have, holy moly, a, a slew of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wiki. And Taylor, take it away. All right. Well, this serial is a direct sequel to the very first Dalek serial, showing what had happened to the Thals after the first Doctor met them in the Daleks and the heroic legacy the Doctor left on their culture. Oh, yes. You were the one that brought us one by one. In very slow fashion, over the chasm in the... Yep. Oh, uh, yep. we have many stories that, that are very, 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 very long about you, Doctor. <laughs> the pacing on them is terrible. Oh, it's so awful, but uh, we love them so much. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. At one point in development, this story had a working title of Destination, colon, Daleks. Um... <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I guess that's okay. I, I mean, I mean Planet of the Daleks is better, but... Destination of the Daleks? Is there a Destiny of the Daleks? Uh, yes. There is, yeah. I'm pretty sure there is. I'm pretty sure there is. Um, yes, there anyway, is. because Terry Nation had not written for the show since 1965, uh, he initially believed... Yeah, he initially believed individual episode titles were still being used. Oh, cute. And, yeah, a practice that had actually been dropped after the gunfighters. Remember the gunfighters? Love the gunfighters. Heck yeah. So his script titles were Destinus, which was Terry Nation's original name for Spirit On. Okay. Uh, Mission Survival. All right. Pursued. Okay. Escape or Die. <laughs> All right. Yeah. The Day Before Eternity. Yeah. And Victory. Wow, spoilers on that last one. I know, right? Ah, but Victory for who? Yeah. Mm. That's right. Oh, never mind. That's right. Um, so commercially available Louis Marx Daleks, the toys, right, were used to simulate the Dalek army, a technique previously used in the evil of the Daleks. Ah, uh, yes. I jokingly said that they were um, oh, Doctor Who chess pieces. They, uh, they kind of look like Yeah, them. they did. That's a good observation. Um, so given the requirements of this story, the three remaining Dalek props from the 60s were deemed insufficient. <laughs> there were three left uh, from the 60s. And seven wooden extras were built for the story. They looked pretty impressive, but were completely static, right? Yes. They were just, they were giant chess pieces, basically. Yeah. Uh, which may explain why some of the Daleks in the story don't seem to notice intruders at close range. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For the next 15 years, these were used as large part spins to hold up the decaying remains of the original props from the 60s. I love it. Which, by this story, were already 10 years old. Oh, my God. Yeah. By resurrection of the Daleks, 
the four props used were nearly all wood. It wasn't until revelation of the Daleks in 1985 that new fully working props were made, and curiously brand new props were also made for Remembrance of the Daleks three years later huh. in 1988. I, I would venture to guess it's because it was the 25th anniversary. Yeah, do you think they still, like somewhere... I guess they don't do well. They they have the Doctor Who experience still, right? Or that no, they don't. Um, I don't know that there is a an active one right now. Do you think they still have an original Dalek prop somewhere? I'd like to think so. I'd be curious to find out, like, what is the oldest and do you, Dalek? Do you think that's where it's, all the footage of the missing episodes is inside of that Dalek? Yes, that's exactly <sighs> where it is. They just stuffed it in there. We didn't burn them. Yep. We just put them in this Dalek. Oh, whoops! See, our bad. It, well, it opens up. It's a giant DVD case. Oh, that's pretty oh, interesting. Man. Right? Yeah. Uh, in the DVD feature, the perfect scenario, um, it's actually stated that the character of Rebek uh, was included at the insistence of both Barry Letts and Terrence Dix, who wanted female characters on screen for visual variety and for the female audience members. Bless them. Yeah. I mean, I will even say I was like, wait a second. Not like in a in a bad way. I was just like, "Yep, it's just Joe and a bunch of guys per usual." Yep, and then yep. I, it pleasantly surprised. Yep, one lady Thal shows up. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, one is is better than none. I guess for the seventies, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yes, I'm going to say yes. Oh, absolutely, yes. Um, originally, episode five was to end with all of the Thal characters massacred by the Daleks. Whoa! Yeah. Terrence Dix, however, asked Terry Nation not to include this plot point as the series was already beginning to be criticized for its violent content. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Also of interest is a new, almost musical sound effect is introduced for the Dalek energy weapon. This is the only televised adventure in which it's used. Although a sample of it would later be used in the special edition of uh, Day of the Daleks. Uh, In the next Dalek story, Death to the Daleks. Uh, which we did, and which honestly was pretty violent. Yeah, uh, their energy weapons aren't used at all. Is that the one uh, where they have the like guns, like legitimate guns? I th- like they're not firing lasers; they're like life. firing bullets. And maybe mm. I'd have to go back and look. I'd have to go back yeah, and look. But the story after that, Genesis of the Daleks, fourth Doctor story, introduced what remains as the standard Dalek weapon sound effect to uh, this day. Yes. Yep. Um, and last but not least, we couldn't leave off uh, on such a serious note. Let's let's do something a little bit more tongue in cheek. According to the DVD info text, whatever the heck that is, uh, it was decided at one point that all on screen actors had to wear makeup, all right. including the Dalek operators. What? Like why? They're inside Daleks. Yeah. Who it was feared could conceivably be seen through the mesh on the props. Oh, in the front. Yeah. Okay. So the operators, in protest, one day dressed up their Daleks as women, and Michael Wisher and Roy Skelton, playing along with the joke, provided suitably camp voices for the dolled-up Oh, my God. Okay. I can only pray. Where are those set photos? Yes, that that video evidence of this exists somewhere. Where is that? Um, Because that would be hilarious. I'm not sure if this season has been... Oh, I actually, I think the season actually has been released as a Blu-ray. Oh. I could be wrong. I don't know. I have to look. I have to look. And I have to hope that this is part of it. Yes. yes. Anywho. 
Well, something that is part of this is your world-famous synopsis. So, Taylor, take it away. Nice segue. Thank you. Uh, after, nas- after a nasty injury, the Doctor and Joe end up on Spiridon, where the planet is somehow a jungle, but also has ice volcanoes. Yes. More on molten ice later. Um, the Daleks have apparently set up shop trying to adapt the local population's ability to turn invisible to their advantage, while also creating a superbug that would wipe out all life on a planet. But the Doctor and Joe come across a group of Thals. Yes, they remember the legend of the Doctor, bent on destroying the Dalek army. Can they do it without inadvertently waking up the toy Dalek army? Well, we can only find out on this planet that isn't actually Scarrow, the planet of the Daleks. Ah, yes. Not actually. That should have been a working title. Not actually Scarrow. <laughs> Not actually Scarrow. Um, Taylor, what'd you think? What'd you think of our, our six-parter here, Planet of the Daleks? I, you know what? I enjoyed it. Um, I definitely enjoyed it um, more than Frontier in Space. Okay. Um, it just, it seemed to have more action, fewer jail cells. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, there, there were times where it felt like, you know, there was a lot of back and forth with the Thals and, mm-hmm. you know, oh, they're trying to do this, but, you know, our numbers are so small now, but, oh, wait, where's the bombs? We have to set up the bombs. And then, oh, my God, here comes another rocket. Oh, wait, it's more of our people. Cool. Um, and there was a little bit of back and forth that kind of slowed. Okay. But there was enough, in my opinion, going on, like, with the threat of the Daleks, with just being plain entertained by CSO logs and 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 uh, um, anything else that the that the Spiridons were wielding. Yes. When they're not in their Muppet outfits. <laughs> yes. I mean, I kind of feel like once once we get through your feelings, I feel like the Spiridons are kind of the first thing we got to talk about because they're they're interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I overall thought uh, this was this was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, I feel like if we if we tried real hard and they they wanted to make this a twelve parter, they could have made it probably a ten parter or maybe even a nine parter. Yeah, I think. I think you're right. I think you're right. And the fact that the beginning of the first episode picks, I mean, like literally right up off the heels. Oh yeah, right. That yeah, of the previous story, it, it's it's a clear continuation. So it very easily could have just been like, no, we're just going to set it up. Yeah, as I, one big story. I will say, I did one thing I did notice about um, just an overall point mm-hmm. is they usually when we're watching the you know we're you know an episode ends and then we go to the next episode, we get probably a minute or more of the story before. Yes. That was not happening here. It was no. like it was like we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going. Like, hey, do you remember what happened last week? I hope you do because we're not even going to tell you. Uh, I was very surprised by that when I started episode 2 and I was like, "Oh, there's no recap." Oh yeah, I was I was ready to fast forward and I went, "Uh, this is like pretty close to the cliffhanger." Yeah. This is wild. Yeah. Um which is fine. I I'm fine with that. Um I just uh yeah, there's a lot of like somebody set us up the bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got we got to go here. We got to do this. A lot of infighting. 
Um, but yeah, yes. overall, I did, I did, I did enjoy this. Um, but <laughs> I called them uh, the gr- the grimace grimace costumes. Yes, but they yes. are. Uh, I believe they are. Um, they're, they're not called Spiridon because that's the planet. Are they Spiridonians? I mean, I I guess they would be. Yes. <laughs> Is that what they would be called? Uh, no, they are also known as Spiridons. Oh, there you go. That's pretty lazy. <laughs> Look, man, they can turn invisible, and and they wear the pelt of Cookie Monster. So but they're also known as Zalarians, apparently. Uh, okay, I'm just looking. This is all from Tardis Wikia. Um, Fair. When did you realize that our our Spiridons or Zalarians or whatever you want to call them uh, were wearing um, big? purple monster pelts and we're not actually that was not actually the uh those two monsters from the ones that go yep yep, 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 yep from from sesame street uh when did you realize that they they were actually just wearing these big purple um coats it i mean it it took a little while um i you know i don't remember seeing anything in the notes that was like oh by the way you know they wear Tele Monster outfits. Um, yeah, and it it didn't really seem like anyone else was aware. But then, like they they start like beating them up, and they're like, "Here, put this on." I'm like, "Wait, what is happening? Did oh, he just uh-huh. rip his skin off? What's happening? That <laughs> what is going on?" But then I realize that it's you know they're apparently invisible until they die, I guess, and then they they have they need to wear these. Um, these fuzzy grimace costumes. It's it's either that or the Daleks actually make them wear it so they can see them. You know what? <laughs> we made I made this in my free time for you. Please put it on. <laughs> totally. I'm sure it's very comfortable. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know about that. Uh that, I mean that could be it, but well, and but the other question is is this a warm planet or is this a freezing cold planet? Maybe they're trying to stay warm. Oh yeah, they they have no idea. It looks like they just go I, from one place to the other, and it's like hot and cold I, I, everywhere. Yes, I feel like the set designers didn't know either. Yeah, but I mean, the I I feel like I was confused because we at one point uh, oh, and now I'm even more confused because there's a, a third part to this. We have an invisible entity, one that seemingly is not talking. Then we have Wester, who is talking and is talking exclusively yep. to Joe. Yep. And then we have um, these fuzzy guys. And I'm and then, if you even think about it, there there's another entity that, if you're not really paying attention, you could be like, well, who is that supposed to be? It's all of the eyes. Uh, oh, my God, yes. Yeah, so then that is another... So it's... It's like who are, are these all one in the same and you, two of them are at least the same. Yes. Um, two of them are I'm not honestly 100% sure about the eyes. Yeah, that uh, I was confused about. But that that part at the beginning of episode 5 was hilarious. Um I'm pretty sure I laughed really oh all the eyes. Yes. And the, <laughs> and like trying to scare them off with the fire. Oh, and then I only had three, two shots in my gun. Well, I only have two now. Man, should have charged those guns before, you know, going out where the invisible things are. Right. Yeah. 
goodness, goodness, goodness. But yeah, I did. I did overall um, enjoy it. But yeah, I mean, I, when I was like freaked out because I'm like, oh man, they're tackling these monsters. Wait a minute, did they just rip their skin off? This is <laughs> absolutely insane. This is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and and the fact that you know here we have this race of people and they're invisible. It, it it just it's it's a recipe at this point in history in terms of like technical prowess yeah for hilarity yeah. oh because yeah. you, you've you've either got you know CSO'd floating things mm-hmm. right like yeah. when <laughs> when Joe's in the Thal ship yeah I'm like uh, their ship's haunted yo yeah so that like, was there also is a ghost in the ship that was also confusing because <laughs> after the reveal and I gotta say. Man, the the episode one reveal was great because it's it's you know you see this these entities that are invisible that are um, just opening doors, knocking things over, mm-hmm. um, leaving footprints, leaving footprints, and you're just like, well, what are the what are these things? This is weird, and but they don't really seem to be doing anything too insane. And they're very right. quiet, and then at the end. We have our um, Scarrow crew, or the Thal. Sorry, we, this not the Scarrow crew. Well, technically they're from Scarrow. No, technically the Thals. they're from Scarrow. So, yeah. the, so the Thals are like, "Hey, oh, we caught one of them. We want to show you what we've been dealing with." And you're like, "Oh, cool! You're gonna see the this crazy creature thing." Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that the Daleks know how to go invisible. I was like, "This is the best reveal. I love this." <laughs> yes, this was so fun. So. And then we get the reveal of what the what the spiritons look like, right? When one dies, when much I, later in the story, and I believe the one that dies is um, that is Wester, I believe, right? Was it? I because he I sac- I feel like he sacrifices himself to. Um, which was also very. I was like, is he a turncoat? And then it was like, oh wait, no, he's not. He's gonna like release the virus so in that room so they can't release it everywhere oh right yeah i think you're right yeah and then he he dies yeah he he uh releases the deadly virus and becomes visible as he dies yeah he looks like what what is the and i do not know uh the star trek um ah okay but he does look like someone from the star trek yes like a gray, you know, yeah. Looking at the picture you've got in the notes, yes, which is the with, almost the same exact picture that is in Tardis Wikia. Nice. Um, be- between the more bulbous nose and the pronounced brow, um, and like everything being gray, yeah. Which I don't know if that's what they look like or if that's what they look like after they pass. Uh, uh. Uh. Um. Yeah, there is kind of a 60s Star Trek vibe yeah, to I, what they look like. I couldn't tell you what like race or what character he kind of looks like, but I do kind of get that vibe from the from the original series Trek that I've watched. Yeah, I literally cannot remember um what this character is and it's probably going to bug me for the rest of the episode. I also just looked up Babylon 5 just in case I was wrong, but um mm-hmm. i don't know it looks familiar but um 
Yeah. And in that and then in the second episode, I think we get more invisible stuff and I'm like do. there's no way a Dalek can move its arms like this. No, but we we do um oh my gosh, somebody gets attacked by a spirit on and so they of course have to act against you know like oh i'm wrenching my arm oh yes that was great i laughed really hard at that yeah um yeah really like that a lot um yeah i'm uh, oh we i'm sorry i apologize we need to talk about joe no what we need to talk about Joe. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Because I was just like, I know there's something else that I deeply just wanted to talk about again. And man, oh man, Joe just killing it again. Oh, yeah. I mean, besides almost get you know dying from an infection, besides the point. Because Joe's like, all right, um, in the first episode, we bet, you know, when we last left the doctor and his companion, um, mm. Uh, the doctor was bleeding. He had been injured. He was trying to like contact um, the, the Time, time Lords, yep. and then he's like, "Now, Joe, I'm going to take a very long nap uh, in my and in my pullout bed in this cupboard." Yeah, like total IKEA looking cupboard. That's like the most seventy headboard thing it, I've ever seen was, in my entire life. It, it really was fantastic and to have a handy bed like that just right there in the console room is fantastic <laughs> yes and then it also has the recording the, the log device that you've used yes for seemingly centuries and eons yes uh, and looks like a cassette tape it just looks like a cassette not. tape you know what that's I, cool I, this was one thing i was going to ask you uh, have we ever had a classic who prop maker on at galley because i think that would be fascinating just to be like what's the weirdest thing that you've turned into a prop right no that's that and that's a fantastic question i would love to hear that kind of stuff because i'm fascinated by that kind of stuff yeah i mean i know that we had um oh my god i am absolutely i feel so bad i'm spacing on his name but he was one of the guys who designed and operated canine uh yes um, and I thought that he also did some props when when he was working for the show. I mean, we we might have uh, we might have seen that. Yeah, um, but I, I have to admit, as as a viewer, like if if I was watching this story when it first aired, uh-huh. first episode right there, and he's like, oh, "Joe, I'm going to take a I'm going to take a nap and look like a salted pretzel for a little while." Um, <laughs> I, I would I would have been like this is a regeneration story. Yeah, that's you know that's what I, I'm gonna lay down for a while. Also, it, it you know you said he looked like a salted pretzel. I thought he, he looked like, and this might be only a joke for a couple of people. Uh, he looked like um, me when I was a child, uh, and I would eat farina for breakfast. Are you familiar with farina? I'm not. Oh my goodness! What Any, is that? Anyone farina? So farina. Uh, is a for <laughs> I don't even know how to tell you. It's kind of like cream of wheat. There you go. Okay. It's the American version. That that's just what my uh my mother would call it. Is gotcha. farina. There you go, kids. You learn something new every day. Yep. 
Drink your Ovaltine, eat your Farina. We got Ovaltine. It's um, great. Love Ovaltine. I, I, I have to admit, also, in the first episode, for a moment, I thought the TARDIS was suddenly dropped into Mario Kart uh, because they're looking out the view, uh, the viewport, and they totally get squitting oh, by yes. the planet of the comedy squirt flowers. <laughs> I called them Great Muda plants, which is just a joke for me and M.A. Soko. That's it. <laughs> And possibly one or two other people, but that's just for us. Uh, great Muda retiring this this uh, this weekend. Very sad, but also oh, great wrestler career. Thing. Yes, wrestler, uh, Japanese gotcha. wrestler, the most famous Japanese wrestler gotcha. of all time, possibly. Anyway, oh, wow, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Um, so yes, the black and <laughs> the ca- yeah the camera gets covered in goo, and it's like, oh, I can't see where I'm going. How am I going to throw this green shell? What place am I exactly. in? Exactly. Um, exactly. But before that, Joe's just like, huh, you're going to take a nap? And he's like, just record everything in the in this log that's yeah. that's conveniently just above my bed right here. Um, <laughs> Narr- narrate the story so I know where to come in later. Yeah, and Joe's just like, all right, I guess I'm going to do this. And then, like, she sees, you know, his face, like, um, it's like an, a frosted oatmeal cookie. Yes. And she's oh, like, good. she's like, F this. I'm going to go find help because I don't know what is going on. Yep. So naturally, Joe, the go-getter that she is. Heck yeah. Is like, I'm leaving. I don't know what these plants are. I'm just going to hopefully not get sprayed with green mist or even worse, red mist. Oh, no, that blinds you and burns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or the black mist. You don't want that either. Uh, so she, you know, goes out for help. And suddenly the doctor is just like, oh, I feel much better. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. On. Well, sometimes you just you just need a good nap. I can totally vouch for that. Uh, um, yes, absolutely. I wish I had taken one today, but oh well. Wasn't uh, in plan. I hear you. I hear you. At some point in this story, and I don't know when it happens, mm. the doctor goes from wearing his like avocado <gasps> green yes! to a red, like almost burgundy coat. And I'm like, wait, wait, when did that happen? I didn't check. You know what? I was going to go back and check. And I don't think I noticed it until about either episode four or five. Yeah. And that's when he's wearing like the gloves, right? He's wearing like these leather gloves the entire time, which I thought was also not um, normal. No. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I was suddenly very confused. I was like, when did he, when did he even have an opportunity to change? I really wish I hadn't, I had clocked that. Um, nothing in the story notes about that. Just a random nope. costume change. Did he nope. get anything? You know, I wonder if now he gets sprayed with the um the same stuff that Joe gets sprayed with, which it turns into an infection. I wonder if he changed his clothes after that, Maybe. and we just didn't notice. Maybe. Um. Yeah. I. I don't know. So naturally, Joe is like, all right. I got to find some help. She finds a spaceship. She's like, I'm from Earth. They're like, yeah, okay. (laughs) And she's like, no, seriously. Either way, she's like, either way, I have a friend who needs help. Can you guys help me? And they kind of seem like, all right, we're we're good to go. We'll help you out, Um, which they they end up do. They end up doing. But um, so... (laughs) We're just going to go through all of Joe's stuff. She sticks her head in like a, or her hand in an entire uh, bowl of pasta. It's all sticky and stuck to her arm. Um, and that's kind of when the, uh, the ransacking happens. And 
there's like an in, the invisible attack and this this invisible thing takes her and the doctor thinks she's dead in episode two and he's like ready to just oh, invoke yes. uh you know all of the the rage inside of him he's like they just they killed her she's dead yeah because he thought he was or he thought she was still in the thal ship and the daleks rock up no but then we you know we have my my most blasted yes we have my most favoriteest thing of all time whisper talking um yeah. and we you do meet, a good impersonation of yeah it. i mean uh the reason i do a good impersonation of it is because it's not that hard and we shouldn't be doing it uh <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry roy my bad so we meet uh wester who puts you know he hears joe and she's like you're my friend and um Oh, what else does there's a lot of stuff that Joe does, but there's like one thing that I was like, yes, this is absolutely amazing. Um, oh, the bomb because yes. she. Um, I feel like we have some some infighting in the group, and this guy's like, if I had my way, I'd blow everybody up. And then they're like, he's like, well, you can't do that. And he's like, well, I'll kill you. And he's like, fine, kill me, I don't care. And then something distracts them, and then they make up, and then I guess it, he's like. It's literally, it's literally the other ship landing. Ah, uh, yes. Chat. Yes. <clears throat> and then they're like, all right, we'll set up the bombs. I think Joe, doesn't Joe get like knocked out or something? She does, right? At the beginning of um, episode four, I think it is. She totally gets like, takes a rock to the head, a falling rock to the head. Ah, uh, yes. And then she wakes up and she's like, well, I better explode everything. <laughs> um, so she sets up the bomb. <laughs> she sets, she's just sneaking around and setting up bombs, which was great. And then, yeah. oh, and then she gets knocked out, and then she gets up and kind of walks away as Daleks are coming over, and ex- they explode, and then she's just walking over the remains. And I was like, Joe, Joe, you're a badass. You're a badass, Joe. <laughs> um, and then I think this is all in episode, is this three, one, two, three? This is episode four. Yeah. So, Joe, and now that we know, you know, I've done a little research, and I know that... um joe isn't long for the series she's kind of like hey uh remember when you got hurt and you were like i need to take a nap that was messed up (laughs) (laughs) i get that you were injured but you just left me with a tape recorder you jerk and he's like yeah you're right i'm sorry but i did i did just love that she was just like get it together man like it's it's you and me bud stop uh stop growing frosted flakes on your face while you're sleeping <laughs> right uh you scared me and then i had to go look for help and now i'm just blown up daleks okay yeah um but that is that is joe that yeah. is she's she's a badass she's independent she's not afraid to speak her mind she's not afraid to uh, suggest they, that they steal a dalek ship yep which they do <laughs> but um you know there's a little uh well, I think it's it's pretty one-sided. There's a little love story here with Joe. Yeah. And there's there's a little bit of thal crushage on uh on yeah. Joe. And um it's oh what is his name? It's not Latep. Is it Latep? Oh, maybe. I will find out really quick. <laughs> Latep. Okay, it is Latep. Right Okay. And he's like, "Oh, you know, I like I like you, Joe. I've found other things to live for." And she's like, "I never should have shown this guy to shake a hand." <laughs> but I do love that she's like, "I want 
he, he says, I want you to come to, to Scarra with me. And the he asks the doctor, like, hey, is this cool? And he's like, well, Joe, what do you think? And Joe's like, uh, I'm good. <laughs> I literally just met you. <laughs> she doesn't yep. say that, but you can get the vibe that she's like, I literally just met you, and I've heard uh, not great things about Scaro and, you know, kind of what happened. Did you not see all the Daleks and the ones that can now apparently turn uh, flipping invisible for moments? <laughs> Which I guess they conveniently didn't transfer that information anywhere. <laughs> no, because they all end up getting what basically almost all of them get refrozen. Ah, yes, in the, the, the hot or the cold liquid molten, molten ice. ice. Which apparently okay. is a real thing. What? Yeah, I looked it up. What? It might be real no, or it might you, be... Did uh, you, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you look up molten ice or molson ice? Because molson ice is Canadian beer. No, I looked up molten ice. Okay, that's water. <laughs> molten ice is water. It looked like molten lava, except it was molten ice. Yes, it's water. Oh, it's just water? No, that's... What? Molten. Who's on first? means melted. Right. I don't know. (laughs) National Parks Traveler. It looked like molten lava, except it was molten ice. What? What does that mean? Well, now I'm confused. Well, it's not a good episode of podcasting unless we both get confused at yeah. some point, let's be honest. Okay, either way, cool concept. I like it. It never freezes, but it's super cold. Cryovolcano. Oh, boy. Oh, man. That's that's some, just the trendy version. Some call, Sometimes called an ice volcano is a type of volcano that uh, emit, erupts water, methane, uh, uh, extremely cold environment. Whatever. Listen, it could be real. It could not be real. It's fine, guys. All right, sure. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Joe's like, no, I'm good. And then I will, <laughs> I will say, Latep's like, all right, and just goes on with his life. He's like, you all know, right, nice to meet you, Doctor. Bye, and leaves. I, I I would say that you know, Thals maybe just are a bit more chill about relationships, but we get, I think, in episode four. The other romantic subplot. Ah, yes. The fact that Rebek and uh, Taryn. Yes. Uh, at least have some entanglement because he's like, how dare you come to save me? Yeah. Um, you know, you're going to jeopardize the choices I make. Yeah. Because you're here. And then, of course, the doctor is basically, oh, Joe, be a dear and go have some gal pal time with Rebek over there. Yes. You know. Talk your womanly things with other women. Yes, he's like, I don't understand, even though I'm an alien, and I probably should understand anyway. (laughs) Right? Um, But Joe, fantastic throughout this entire thing, again. And Joe's like, I want to go to Earth. So that's where we're apparently going next. Spoilers. Yes. Um, But yeah, love Joe. Joe's great in this. I'm excited to... Absolutely. Um, see more of Joe, which uh, I guess is another spoiler. Um, we need to, so you you had the story note about the Daleks. These yes. these Daleks. I know it was like uh, you know they had to make these props. This is why I look. These were the flimsiest looking Daleks I think I've ever seen. They were a little bit. Didn't they look like even <laughs> yeah even even the uh, the Dalek Nacha Supreme. Looked a little flimsy. I mean, the, Although I, the, I, I the Dalek the Chalupa Supreme looked, I think, 
that Dalek looked the best, honestly. Well, I mean, black and gold is really a good color for the Dalek Burrito Supreme. Yes, absolutely. I agree. The 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 Dalek Nacho Supreme looked very good. Um, a great color scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like the other ones, like the gray ones that we see for pretty much the entire episode. They, yeah. uh, man, uh, I like. I almost wonder because you could see their head in their eye stock kind of turning. I almost mm-hmm. wonder like if they uh, those things ever just like. F- like slid off the side that's kind of how it looked like at any moment they were going to hit the side of something and just pop off i get it and i think at one point in the story um they oh yeah they 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 managed to push a couple of daleks into you know the 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 liquid cold magma yes um and and (laughs) apparently freeze shock kill them oh yes uh, they they die very quickly they, yes um but they they lift open the top and it, it does have basically just like one like i don't know door hinge yes on the back yeah. so i mean yeah i get why you think you know they look really floppy if that's really all they're held on by yeah but i kept noticing um i think is at least in episode five it might have been five and six there was one gray dalek and i don't i think i remember seeing it move around so it had to have had an operator inside it but it was like nobody told this guy how to work the eye stock like the eye stock just was continually pointing down oh my god i don't know if he's just like you know the saddest depressed dalek (laughs) oh man stuck having to work this shift again or whatever but it's like it just was and it just stood out to me every single time i saw him yeah um but yeah it's it they they did look kind of floppy but i i i thought it was kind of neat that we got to see the uh the uh dalek taco supreme roll up on the scene yes absolutely um really loved the dalek uh gordita supreme (laughs) (laughs) it was great i will say do you think at any point in history like now the past present and the future of doctor who do you think the person inside a dalek trick will will always work on actual daleks because <laughs> it seems to work without fail uh, uh like all the time you know that's a darn good question and you would think that the daleks would catch on to it at some point like they uh, I feel like they can see through stuff. They have like infrared vision. Could they not be like, hey, that Dalek is just I don't know, I'm gonna scan him. His aura is not hateful enough. Yeah, he's not I don't know, spouting whatever. weird commands. Um <laughs> uh what was what does one of them say that I was just like, This is very funny. Pursue. Pursue, pursue. yes, pursue. Not saying anything yeah. insane. Um, I will say I died when it's, um, who is in the, uh, Rebecca's in the, in the Dalek, right? Oh yes. yes. And then we have, I believe the doctor and someone else is, are there in the, um, the Snuffleupagus, uh, <laughs> costumes and right. the Dalek's like, wait a minute, that guy has feet. And I oh, yes. was crying. Yes, yes. 
Spies the boot. Rebox. Like, Rebox. <laughs> loses his mind. Um, and and funny, funnily enough, when it says that, Rebek pops up out of the Dalek and goes, "Who called me? What? Who? what? <laughs> Ooh, whoops! Crap!" And drops back down. A woman, women, and Rebox. Um, that was the best. I love that the it, I, we yeah. would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for these meddling shoes. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, jeez. Um, oh yeah, I'm trying to think. Of there's, there's, there's. Uh, oh, okay. I gotta say the the Daleks' last line, which is the Daleks are never deleted, which was. That is like I wish I we'd watched this earlier because that's a galley ribbon. Oh yeah, because I is it deleted or defeated? Um, it 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 might have been defeated, but either way, it's fine. Um, deleted, defeated. Let's see what did they say in the uh, no, Darlux? it's defeated. Oh, it would never be defeated. Yeah, I mean, still cool. But, oh yeah, no, very cool. I loved it. But also, if yeah. the Daleks ever met the Cybermen, they would probably say have never been deleted. So, validated. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I just had to double check on that. I liked, I getting toward the end, I liked the Doctor's speech to the Thals about like, hey, look, when you get back, ah, you'll yes. glorify Yeah. You know? And I'm like, man, I'm like 73. What was going on in 73? I think Vietnam was definitely going on in 73. You know, I'm like, yeah. don't tell me for a second. And, and I, I'm pretty confident we'll see this in our next story, too. Um, but don't tell me Doctor Who wasn't political and forward thinking back in the day, because it totally was. And this is an excellent example. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It. You know, that's a great Doctor speech. Yeah, it's an excellent, excellent Doctor speech. Love, love, love it. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that um, <laughs> that was. We had a rock quarry. That was fun. Yeah, um, I, I have I have to admit when the Daleks came rolling out uh, toward the end of that last episode, and I was like, "Oh man, are we going to squirt acid flowers on them?" Yeah, right? I are thought that was going to happen trick- too. I totally thought that was going to happen, and it did not. No. Opportunity missed. Um, yes, and another, but opportunity not missed was um, earlier on in I think it's episode two. Uh, when one of our thals, oh, and also the thal uh, getup looked very comfortable. Looked like a comfortable yeah. jacket. Yeah. Anyway, one of our thals drops uh, a map to where everyone is chilling, and this Dalek's like, "Look what I found on the ground!" Oh, yes. And he's like holding yes. it, and, I love that. and just kind of like rolling around with this art project he drew, and he's trying to yes. show his Dalek mom it. Um, yes. Yes, that's exactly what I had going through my head. And I'm like, okay, so one needs to take this and re-record the dialogue and be like, look what I drew. Yeah. Look what I made in class today. Very, very It's a puppy. Yes. Oh, man. This is so good. There's also some cool, like, camera stuff going on. We got, like, the close-quarter Dalek fight where it was just, like, Mm -hmm. the eye stalk and it was just, like, somebody threw a camera down the stairs or something, but it looked pretty cool. Um, Yeah. And then I think we had I had another note about there was in the in the final episode there was somebody I think they were like sitting on the floor and the doctor is talking to them and we the doctor gets up and we pan up with him and there's like that that call that gray column that 
kind of makes it so it's just the screen's gray for a second and we come up and the doctor's there talking to somebody Ooh. else sends them off he comes back down yes. into the camera i loved that i thought that was really cool yes yeah that was nice um yeah but overall i thought um i thought it was uh it was good also i mean to go back to that uh you know hey doctor you flaked out on me that wasn't cool the doctor's like <laughs> you're right i'm sorry and it's kind of like we don't get sometimes we don't get that i feel like with you know oh my bad we don't get those kind of conversations a lot yeah, yeah. um and uh it's just nice nice change of pace and that's it i have nothing else Definitely. nothing else that's, to that's say fair. do you have anything that's else fair. before we uh we start uh pushing some uh, buttons? what do you say oh, would you, would I have you recommend some. this I would. Um, actually, I we can talk about the thing that I was just went oh about when we're we're hitting buttons here. I would recommend the story. I thought it was I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I thought there was some cool stuff going on throughout it. I think the uh, the part the end of part one reveals is is fantastic. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty good overall, even with Whisper talking. <laughs> yeah, that's you know. Every, every episode's going to have a weak point. Yep. Yep, it is. What about you? Do you recommend it? I, I would, definitely. Okay. Um, you know, especially if you are someone who's like, yeah, the Daleks are cool. I want to see all the stories with Daleks in them. Yes. Everyone loves Daleks. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah please. I mean, we saw Katie Manning curled up with one at one point in the 70s, so. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, <laughs> we did. Um. All right, so let's um let's start hitting some buttons here. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time. All right, what do we think here? Oh boy, we've we've got some great tussles between Daleks and Thals, Spiridons and Thals. Yeah, we get a lot of uh, close quarter. Dalek we do. combat. We do. Um, we get some. We get some good Dalek blasters. Um, you know, uh, people dying like they've shouted red light and red light, green light, but they want to get three more steps in. <laughs> yes. Stop. Uh, yes. Uh, classic. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. The giant oh boy. explosion of Daleks yeah. that Joe causes. Yep. We get um, some great explosions. What else did we get? Um, there is my, okay. So my favorite thing, the thing that I remembered, I was like, oh, I want to talk about that, but it could be on the Duggan scale. Is an episode, I believe it is. Oh, four. Let me see here. One, two, three. Yes, in episode four. So there is a scene where we are stuck in. I think it's where a heating vent is. Okay. And the doctor's like, oh boy, I don't know. We, you know, he actually has a really great line about like, this is, I don't remember the exact line, but it's like, this is the situation we're in. We can't change it. So let's see what we can do. Oh, yes. Yeah. And he builds this, um, this, it's, it's basically like a hot air balloon. Um, right. And we, you know, put it into this heating vent and he, has it's him and three other people and they all take sides and they uh they just float up and they're trying to get out of dalek range but um apparently daleks can fly in this up this this uh at least in this serial Uh, yeah it gets on a platform or something i thought they can Um, float or yeah there's a platform 
Um, it's, it's definitely where the Daleks got the hey. We need to figure out how to levitate as well as turn invisible. Yeah, but I do love that we get we you know we get to the top, we get out, and then we just drop like a big boulder on the on the Daleks, yes. and yes. that brought me back to one of my favorite video games of all time, Dig Dug. Um, oh yeah, good old Dig Dug. Or basically, you know, you just dig up a a dinosaur or a dragon is following you. You 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 dig all the way up to a rock. You move over, drop the rock, and they die. Um, so I loved that, that could, that's also to me, dug and scale, just, uh, uh Oh, what are we going to do? Let's drop a giant rock on this thing. Precisely. Precisely. Um, No, this is very Duggan-esque. Trying to think there's anything else that was, um, that would fit in here. I'm thinking about going like a, let's go like seven and a half. That's, you know what? It's not often that we land at the same number. Oh, we have landed the same number seven and a half great yeah love it absolutely yeah great great uh i mean anytime you you're just dropping a rock on something i'm fine with it sounds good to me although i'd rather we drop rocks on daleks than joe oh yes absolutely a hundred percent one hundred percent all right let's see what's uh behind <laughs> this couch here gathering close it's time for the behind the <laughs> all right what are, what are we thinking here i you know i don't i don't think the story overall is terribly scary mm. um you know maybe i mean maybe if you've got a younger kid and the, this is the first time they're seeing daleks yeah you know kill people maybe um i think it can definitely be a little tense at times you know, like you feel like some of these characters are in peril, like especially the doctor at the beginning of the story. Yes. You know, it's like, oh, wait, hey, here's the hero of the story. Um, and he's not doing too good. And he's resting on this Ikea bed now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, obviously a little bit better on the couch scale than Frontier in Space, which was like mm, political drama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not terribly scary at all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Again, I, I think I think you know most younger viewers will see the fact that oh, this, this is fifty years old. Yes. You know, there's 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 a a, a, a disconnect where you, you know it doesn't feel quite as real as like modern Who. Yeah. Sometimes does. Absolutely. I I yeah. agree. Oh, I'm getting the sniffles now. What's happening here? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Don't get sick, man. Well, uh, before I do get sick, I will at least, or, you know, whatever. Uh, we will tell you what's going on next time. Um, and I'll just let you know, we're finishing out season 10 and we're going to be watching The Green Death. Um, do I have all the stats? I don't. But it's starring, uh, it's <laughs> starring who's in this. We got, uh, you know, literally the same people from this episode. We have John Pertwee as the doctor, Katie Manning as Joe Grant. It was written by uh, Robert Sloman, and it was directed by Michael Bryant. Um, okay. And I don't have any other. Im- oh, and the Briggs in it. Brig and Benton are bit. Brig and Benton are both in it. Nice. And we love both of them very much. Um. All right. So we gotta do the plugs. It's like I've never done this before. <laughs> All right, so until next time, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at BusBuddha71. 
subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Please rate and review us as well. You can also head on over to SoundCloud.com slash the NOTLG if you would just like to, uh, I don't know, go over there instead of going to NOTLG.com, which is where you can find our entire back catalog. Precisely. Um, this weather's out of control. It's like hot now down here, kind of, it's raining. I don't know what's going on, but if you need any item of clothing to keep you either cool or warm, you can go over to shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G and pick up a shirt or a sweatshirt or a long sleeve shirt or a tank top. You can get all that stuff there. You can get it with the Podcastica logo on it, and it looks pretty sweet, and we support or we appreciate the support. Or if you just want to donate to us monetarily, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Um, and support your local shops, people. Always. Always support your local shops any way you can. They appreciate it, and we appreciate it. All right. So that's it until next time. Join us then when we talk about the green death and we'll see you then. See ya. Oh, oh, I was going to do a different when I introduce you. Uh, Every time we jump into pools of molten ice. No, I was going to do a different one. Hold on. I got, I got it. I got it.